boys are back in town. Uh, yes, the Splendid Bohemians with another episode. I'm turning it to Bob Dylan. Another episode of uh, Put on a Stack of 45. The show that delivers a 45 RPM recording of note and then shines a beacon upon its import. But then again... And actually, that's not a bad, uh, a bad spokesman since Mark Knopfler, who we're going to be uh, focusing on, has played extensively with Mr. Dillon. Absolutely, absolutely. One of the many guitarists of, uh, one of the many guitarists. But Knopfler has played with a number of people. And in, produced a number of people. And produced a number of people. I love his work on the Willie DeVille Miracle album, Mr. Knopfler. And so you had said to me, hey, Rich, what about money for nothing? And I said, <laughs> and you fought me on it, but you know, it was my time, so I got my way. And Bill, I just want you to know one thing it's always your time, Re- regardless of what I say, it's always your time. We're, we're, a, we're an equal uh, opportunity partnership. Yes, we are, my friend. And so, my recollections, of course, of Money for Nothing. Now, I've always loved Dire Straits, and Sultans of Swing is one of your. One of my favorite songs of all time. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. it's a beautiful thing, and you can hear Knopfler's attempt, the, the, the different guitar work. But Money for Nothing, when it appeared on MTV, was like with the sting accompaniment. Yes, I want my, I want my. Man, oh It's great, man, man it's great. It just, but you know, this song, listening to it repeatedly as I have, it is so... Um, not of this time, that you, 1985, right? So it's almost 40 years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. 40 years ago, um, it was it, released, you know, released, it, it had some problems even back in its own time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Controversy wise, absolutely. I mean, Knopfler is is a, <laughs> they had the fag issue. Yeah, he had to change the word faggot, which was satirical, but you know. It wasn't taken that way. No, it wasn't taken that way. And today it would be even... Uh, even worse. It, it would even be worse. not only worse, but it would probably be a career-ending move if it were something he was trying to explain away. But Well, in 2011, the Canadian Broadcast Standards Council banned it in 2011, saying it, it was unacceptable. And he changed the word faggot to queenie. Yes, to queenie. To queenie, which, of course... <laughs> Not much better. <laughs> Not much better. My, why did he just say fairy? I mean, what are we... I mean, I kind of think it's like Randy Newman. You know, Randy Newman writes these horrible characters singing in the first person, and it's obviously satirical. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we've lost our taste for for satire, obviously. Um, I mean, I... 
<laughs> and this is, this is, you know, look, Rickles and Gottfried, right? So when Ivana Trump falls down a stairway, falls down that stairway to heaven, and, uh, you know, you can have all the money in the world. You is can that have, how she died? She fell down a stairway? She fell down a stairs and died of oh. blunt trauma to her torso. Oh. Now, you can have all the money in the world, and you can have that giant staircase, and you can have the philandering uh, ex-president, but boy, oh boy, when it's your time, it's your time. And I'm thinking to myself, this woman who spent her entire life trying to be elegant falls down the stairway and dies of blood force trauma. They haven't even released the toxicology report, so for all we yeah, know. Yeah, that might even be suspicious. Yeah, it might. Have, Don't well, say that. The kids, uh, but, you know, yeah. back to Money for Nothing. So they, he and Sting performed it at Live Aid. It won the Grammy for Best Rock Performance in 1986. It was number one in the charts. I mean, it was a monster, monster. And we were talking about, we talked about the Michael Penn record, and you did an extensive uh, dissection of the video. Well, this video for uh, Money for Nothing was the first, one of the first computer generated uh, videos and was very, at the time, seemed cutting edge, although it looks really quaint now. But well, um, it, was, it was a monster. It was released June the 28th, 1985. And 1985. 1985. Right. It includes stage footage of Dire Straits performing, and they called it rotoscoped animation. Yeah, but those, the, the, the guy singing with the cigar in his mouth yes. with a square head, that, that was all computer generated. That was computer generated. The bright neon colors as seen on the cover of the compilation album of the same name and that, it probably made the the record even bigger as we said mtv at that time was everything well that's why i think you wind up with that being dictated as the 90 rolling stones lists are always suspicious to me but they've got that record at 96 of all yes. the records well you yeah. know Knopfler was against the making of the video he had to be convinced to even make a video in the first place. And it ended up winning Video of the Year, MTV Award Video, video of the Year. But also, the, we're going back to that MTV machine, that when yeah. they gave you that heavy rotation, and I'm telling you, I remember having to wait up, and I would wait up nights to see the Tom Waits video of Downtown Train, which was, during that period, my favorite MTV video. You could not escape 45 minutes without them showing you money for nothing. And it's not short. It's not short. It's, it's No, and it, uh, the, it's iconic. It's got this iconic guitar figure, which apparently I had no idea, but I learned that he modeled the guitar riff on ZZ Top. And he even consulted Billy Gibbons for help on it. That I did not know. Did he really? Yeah. So he was a big fan of ZZ Top. He was a fan of ZZ Top. And if you listen to that that guitar work, it does sound like a Billy Gibbons guitar work. Yeah, there's some, and, and now that I'm thinking about it, there's, there's 
definite influence. And of course, it makes perfect sense because look at all the success ZZ Top had with their videos and their signature guitar sounds. Absolutely. So there, Absolutely. there was probably a desire to have some consultation here between uh, ZZ Top and uh, Dire Straits, Knopfler in particular. I think Gibbons said, uh, well, he didn't really need, he, he didn't really add anything that the guy didn't already know, but, you know, it was flattering nonetheless. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Mark Knopfler is, you know, I, 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 I don't care what list. I mean, you know, you talk about the, the suspect nature of the Rolling Stone list. He puts it, they put him at 27 as the greatest guitarist of all time. But what I think is really cool, which I just learned, is he was naturally left-handed, but played the guitar right-handed. Mm -hmm. And so that may account for his unusual uh, riffs. I mean, his stuff is really different than anyone else. When you go back and watch the early performances, Dire Straits' early performances, the original lineup on shows like um, uh, The Whistle Test, or some of the, particularly the programming out of the UK, and you see them completely raw and unaffected, and you hear Knopfler's uh, ability to communicate these songs with this, this Dylan-esque, and it is a Dylan-esque approach, but his communicative abilities, he's like, you talk about the strong, silent type. Yeah, he reminds me of J.J. Cale a lot. Uh, there's a, a big influence there as well. Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But one of the most distinctive guitar tones that you can think of, you, you have to put him up there with Jimmy, you have to put him up there with Stevie Ray, you have to put him up there with Buddy Guy, you have yeah. to put him up there with Muddy. Uh, there are things... He was a school teacher. He, he was a school teacher, yeah. Yeah, and he always acted like a school teacher. He was always... Yeah, yeah, he, he was an unassuming... He wasn't a rock star-looking rock star, no, that's for sure. never. And and the couple of times that I'd seen them perform, once at Madison Square Garden, you had to really pay strict attention to the immense talent. And uh, after the release of the album Brothers in Arms, I became even a bigger uh, fan, if you can even call it that. I mean, he's his... His guitar and vocal um, demonstrations at time are at times are that of intrinsic genius. Yeah, well, Brothers in Arms is the album that featured the single "Money for Nothing," that is so correct. it was his biggest uh, all-time seller. But uh, yeah, the Local Hero soundtrack for me—it's uh, almost life-changing. I love that movie. I love that movie, regardless. But oh yeah, the, absolutely. The soundtrack. He's one of the great soundtrack uh, artists, along with Ry Cooter and some others. Absolutely. And Randy Newman. Absolutely. And then think think about all of his country associations. I mean, he worked with Chet Atkins. He he uh, he did uh, he won Best Folk Rock Album Americana Grammy nomination with Emmy Lou Harris in 2005. All the Road Running. Mm-hmm. 
This is a remarkable career, an eclectic uh, demonstration of powers. And um, when I think about, but I, but when you mention money for nothing, my head goes to the <laughs> the multitude of times I, I watched that video until I did. But here's the thing about that fucking video: I didn't want to watch it anymore, but I would sit there and I'd still watch it. And you'd sing along. And of course. That ain't working. Of course. That's the way to do it. <laughs> That's great hook. The whole hook just kept oh, you that hooked even beyond what you're, you're tired of it, but you're still in, enthralled. But um, boy, they did magic back then with that uh, uh, ability to combine the imagery with the with the music now we're just stuck pretty much with the music yeah and i will, I will before me. we play the record i'll also mention that he collaborated with your man george jones in 1994 for the bradley Barnes sessions absolutely absolutely and knopfler like elvis costello had stated that he was probably one of the handful and he says and i'm being generous of musicians who when they open their mouths I begin to cry. Yes. yes. So, uh, and I'll tell you something. When I listen to Brothers in Arms, I hear some of that authentic, that authentic Jonesness. In that, you can't learn it. You can't teach it. You are born with it, and you deliver it. And through experience on stages and in recording studios, you perfect it. But it is a rare, rare gift. And uh, here's to more. He's still out there. He's yeah. still he's, he's solo guy. He broke up with uh, Dire Straits in '92, I believe. I'm looking for it. He went solo in '93. Yeah. And I believe that he had a tour uh, rescheduled, and then once again, COVID put it on the rails but um yeah he's he, he's always somewhere i mean mark Knopfler never has to worry about working he never has yeah. to worry about working absolutely so, so uh, one more thing before we play the record so a lot of the lyrics came verbatim from him overhearing uh a couple of guys in an appliance store in new york so that it was written in the place in the hardware store as he was hearing these guys talking. To quote Mr. Knopfler, I wrote the song when I was actually in the store. I borrowed yeah. a bit of paper and started to write the song down in the store. I wanted to use a lot of the language that the real guy actually used when I heard him because it was more real. So, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, it's a real-life experience, and it transfers to this piece of magic. Um, that uh, it's far and few between. It's, uh, you know, when you are actually in a moment where you're about to create something that is going to become immortal. And inspiration yeah, from heaven. Inspiration from heaven. The B side, by the way, is called Love Over Gold, and it is a live performance. Yes. 
And, it's on um, the Vertico label. On the Vertico label. And by the way, the length of Money for Nothing in full is 8 minutes and 22 seconds. Well, this, um, the, the, uh, the single version must have been shorter. The official single edit is 4 minutes and 38 seconds. The promo yeah. single is 4 minutes and 6 seconds. This is for you uh, enthusiasts who are in which are you Which are you playing? We're going to do the official single. Okay, very We're good. We're going to do the official single. And, uh, I can't wait another minute. Then, Bill, then we, then we should not waste another minute, we ladies should, and gentlemen. That ain't working. No. that. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Dire Straits, Mark Knopfler, money for nothing, chicks for
That's the way you do it. You play the guitar on the MTV. That ain't working. That's the way you do it. Money for nothing and your chicks for free. Money for nothing. It holds up, doesn't it? It really does hold oh, up. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, it holds up. I, I mean, mean, it's listen, on the shoulders. Yeah. Cancel culture aside, I I just still, it still rocks me. Oh, I don't even think, I, I don't even, I, I, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so beyond the whole cancel culture nonsense. Um, you know, you can't dictate what to do with someone's body and you really can't dictate what someone thinks and um and how they how they exorcise uh demons or satire through levity and through humor and some of it is understood some of it's not understood i think it's quite apparent with Mark Knopfler when he attempts to make a point. Willie DeVille had the same capacity as well. Yeah. Of course, Dylan and Cohn and the, it goes on and on in the history books. And Randy uh, Newman's whole career has been that. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I sure. mean, you know, short people. Got no reason to live. Got no reason to live. But this is the no, no reason to live. Louisiana, you're trying to. <laughs> wow. What is it, Louisiana? You're trying to uh, wash, trying to us, wash away. us away. Trying to wash us away. Uh, and yeah, I mean, the, you know, there's the yin and the yang of some of these artists, and the brilliance of Randy Newman. It's um, th- that sarcasm is not even sarcasm. It's a it's a literacy translated to musical lyricism that is so infrequently utilized in such a spectacularly brilliant fashion. So um, here is to Mark Knopfler, and here is to uh, here's to the days when uh, art was a different uh, concept, wasn't it? Yeah, and Sting got half the royalties on that. And he should have, because he really did enter that. And when they performed it live at Wembley at Live Aid, of course, Sting was there. Yes. To lend his, uh, because... Well, that, that I Want My MTV is iconic. It's right? a, Yeah, you got it. And, of course, Live Aid was on MTV. Yeah. So It's all, all synchronistic. Yes, all synchronistic, my friend. And speaking of uh, synchronicity, please be synchronistic with Captain Billy's Magic 8-Ball, where we... Uh, we get we get Billy to dig into his his collection of eight tracks, and he picks out some doozies, man, some doozies. We just had Les McCann and Eddie Harris, Swiss Movement. That's and, a goodie. And, and I'd like to shout out to David Peskovitz who gave us a, a great review on Boing Boing. Yes, yes. Thank you, David. Thank you. And um, the captain continues the marvelous work, and uh, with, sure, if you haven't. Listen to the Archie's greatest hits. <laughs> Bubblegum Soul. Pour some sugar on me, baby. Bubblegum Soul, as, uh, as the Mez refers to it. And so you'll get the Mez's uh, verbal insights, and you get the entire album in high definition. 
Nation. And of course, put on a stack of 45s. And uh, and the splendid Boho goes to our program where we award a character actor of note, uh, the splendid Boho, for making a great film even greater. Coming up, Frank Phelan in Lost Weekend. Oh my God. I get chills. I got chills. It's coming up. I got chills, Bill. I got chills, Bill. I got chills. All right, my buddy, my pal, my friend of mine, my partner. And uh, I love you. And we love you for sticking with the Splendid Bohemians. And I'm pointing my finger at my CD collection as I'm doing this. (laughs) Bill can't even see me because my arm's out of the picture. All right, baby. Thank you so much for another beautiful episode, and we will see you soon with another episode of uh, Put on a Stack of 45s. That ain't working. (laughs) You're killing me. You're killing me. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Stack of 45s.